Awakening the faithful, reaching the lost, and making church matter. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. If you love your parish, listen to this podcast. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly, and I'm joined by Tom today. How's it going, Tom? Good, Kelly. You had to think about that for a second. You were not quite sure. I forgot your name. (laughs) Oh, you forgot my name. (laughs) I thought you forgot your name. Yeah, it's like... (laughs) You're like, what's, what's I was trying to name? get the timer started. You know, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we, we are Distracted. disciplined on our time. We yes. have a good habit of doing that, actually. Oh, that is a good habit. <laughs> Speaking of habits. So we are continuing our uh, how's habits. Your, uh, how's your new habit coming along? Great. It's awesome. Yeah? Okay. Good. <laughs> failed a few times. Succeeded of course, a few we times. All yeah, no, I, I, am a, I am a disciplined person who who gets up and reviews their day, and God's given me the grace to do it. Just Fantastic. Like we talked about in the last podcast. Yes. Great. Uh, so we are talking about these habits, and again, a habit is something we do regularly and routinely with little effort of the mind or the body. It just mm-hmm. comes something we do naturally. So um, we talked last time about identity, belief, and community. So we have to identify ourselves and believe that we are have that new habit, believe God's grace to help us and surround ourselves with a community that, where that's the mm-hmm. normal the norm. I'm so. a morning person. Yeah, you're a morning a person. A disciplined, disciplined morning, morning person. person. That's right. Yeah. So, um, Do you rem- remember back when it was popular? Maybe it still is popular. I don't know. To pick a word for the year, you know, the yeah, one word sure. thing. I still do that. Yeah. I picked discipline one year, and it did, I didn't change a thing about my life. Yeah, and I think that's the hard thing about any of these things. If if you don't change, then you kind yeah. of even get cynical about. But I mean, that. that's why this is so good and so practical. Like, oh, do your one word. Yeah, I painted discipline on a canvas in a really <laughs> cool way and hung it on my wall in my house and didn't change a thing, single yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So this is great habits. Yeah, and so today we're just talking about. And again, hopefully you've listened to the last two podcasts. If not, go back. You can listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about how in January we did a Healthy Habits series for our community here at Nativity. Again, you can go back and watch those on our, our small group site or um, our weekend message site. Today we're just kind of talking, looking at the parish, and I have 12 habits, I think, of a healthy parish. Oh, wow. Okay, great. That this I is think... your next book, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe. Some of the stuff's, <laughs> some of the stuff's borrowed, so oh, as okay. you'll see. Okay. Um, but maybe it is, yeah, or it's something. Well, we'll start out as a podcast. And Let's we'll see. see what it flowers Let's see where it into. goes. And so, kind of have this on four different, um, different areas. Okay. I think on a healthy staff culture and volunteers, mm-hmm. productivity, uh, communication, and then just interpersonal habits. Okay. And these are completely, again, came out of my mind. So, okay. Um, <laughs> so, so that's yours. There's not a science. There's four chapters of the book. There you go. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start with the first one. So these are these are habits that we've found to be helpful in our parish or, or and for our staff. Staff right? and our volunteers, the team, I think. So, okay. Um, number one is just a weekly leadership team meeting that the core team gets together on a regular basis. And I guess as I talk to parishes, I'm surprised. How few, a lot of parishes don't even have that core team. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a little bit before that. You need a right. core team. That Develop gets, your core team. But then they should be getting together on a, a weekly. Yeah. I, I think I would say a weekly basis. It's got to really be, you know, things get in the way mm-hmm. of the weekly basis at times. Um, but that should be the habit that every single week. And yeah. what our parish staff does, and this is something we learned from Pat Lencioni is we do, we have like all these boxes of looking at the whole parish and we do red, yellow, green. Red means, whoa, major problem. Yeah. <laughs> we got to address something. Something's urgent. Yellow means, yeah, pro- it's okay. There's some problems to address or things aren't going as we'd like them to go. We're not mm-hmm. making progress on something as much as we like. And green is, hey, everything's going awesome. We, we're celebrating that. So, right. Um, so we take each area 
of our ministry in our parish yeah. from the weekend or the week before and just go through that. Yeah, so enjoy. It's just one way to do it, right? Yeah. So there's the week, well, and then there's different meetings in which we have that, which we'll kind of mm-hmm. get to later. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're looking at the whole parish from finances to small groups to ministry mm. to missions to right. weekend attendance to, you know, offertory. I think I said that already. You know, all these different things to staff culture to yeah a whole bunch of stuff. I sometimes think we have too many boxes, but then... When we talk about which one should we come off, we're like, yeah, I guess you, you got to keep those on yeah. there. So yeah, and you've and we've probably found things that needed addressed. Yeah, so it's just by the doing kind of that every it's single good week, habit. week to be getting together and talking, and then you're also building up a core leadership team that is just yeah tracking what's going on right. in the parish, so mm-hmm. that you're it's yeah. just a good habit. So mm-hmm. that's number one. Okay. Uh, number two, I think, is kind of what happens after that meeting, and you might be able to speak more into this because you're you're in that is the cascade meeting. Yeah, yeah. So you guys all meet on Tuesday for hours and hours and hours, <laughs> a long time. And yes. then um, the next morning, the rest of the staff um, gets to 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 be informed of what happened in that meeting or what you guys talked about, but without it being three hours long. Yes, we we get the summary of the meeting. The ten, so ten minute summary. Yes, right? anything that we would need. To move forward in our jobs for the week. So yeah. I don't know if you know this, but again, this coming from Pat Lencioni, but this was a, a, a brilliant thing because what we kind of learned is like, are, what are they meeting about? What's going on in there? What are they talking about? You right. know, like what could they possibly be talking about for so long? I, uh, yes, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so you know, it, it, unfortunately, it can kind of create suspicion. It's just human nature. Well, yeah, and there's a, and there's a gap, you know, like, right? And I don't feel like I'm not in there. What's going right. on? I can feel like an outsider to it, right? And decisions are being made, and then all of a sudden, you know, yeah. you, you might just be told, like, oh, well, we decided this. Well, who decided that? I yeah. didn't get to weigh in. Nobody right. told me. I'm the last to know, and, and I have to work on this or whatever it might be. It creates yeah. this gap. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously we try if there's something that's going to impact someone to get their input and all yeah. that kind of thing. But yep. the cascade is something we learned that really helps to promote trust after that meeting. Yes. And I think it's, yeah, it, it has more impact than I could have possibly imagined. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's just, again, before Cascade started happening, it just felt like there was a gap in communication where it was them and us. You know what I mean? Yes. And so it eliminates the them and us. And like you said, people get pulled in. If you know, if you guys are talking about a big mission project, you're going to pull the mission director in and say, hey, let's get your feedback on this before mm-hmm. we make a decision. Um, and so it just it, it, it closes that gap in communication. It gets rid of the suspicion and um, just allows everybody to feel like they're part of the team. So that's number two. That's Cascade. So weekly leadership team meeting, Cascade. And then finally, um, for healthy staff, we share wins every yes. Monday. You know, we were talking on the first podcast how you thought like progress, like you thought that was stupid. Yeah. Tracking progress. Well, not, tr- well, not, yes. The li- Sorry, I didn't mean to put words in your mouth. Go the ahead. little rewards along the way has yes. always just been like an eye roll for me. Like, no, I'm the same way. What little reward. Who cares? I just want to get to this goal, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, the, but the sharing wins is our, our little rewards along the way right. and they're worth it yeah i mean obviously ministry just keeps coming the weekend keeps coming yep. there's just always more to do we're not gonna be done this is this yeah. is again quote another book simon Sinek, an infinite game we're in but we have to celebrate the wins along the way and celebrate the progress right. and celebrate the and, and you know some of these wins that we're sharing these we share stories at a meeting on monday of wins from the weekend they're tiny little wins but that's why we're doing what we do like i'm i'm like saying i roll one little kid with you know smiled because he got a free donut like but 
that's like the little wins are, are why we're here. Yeah, the you little wins make kids fat and eat donuts. And well, no, he wants to, <laughs> he wants to come back the next week, joking, and then he invites yeah, his teacher, and then yeah. a month later you're hearing like other wins about. It's just it's just it really is worth it. Yeah, so that, that just keeps you motivated, keeps you healthy, keeps everybody. Again, I think the other thing about the healthy about sharing staff wins is a lot of times we're pointing out to other people who help make that yeah, happen. Yeah, it's yeah. not just okay in you know. Daniel and his student program, but Allie did something to help, or yes. John set up so that he could make that happen. We try to point that out, and right? To little shout out to connect, people, yeah. And I think you know, connect those dots. And again, and again, it's helpful to me. I think it, it creates more of a team atmosphere. Again, we see mm-hmm. how all of us, or even I can just take pride. I wasn't in the student program, but I'm so glad that's happening. Right. I'm so glad, you know. And and the problem could be like if you're not sharing those wins you hear about the bad things that are happening you know those students did this you know yeah, whatever yeah. i'm like oh that student ministry stinks you know <laughs> right but instead no i hear about you yeah the, the kids were the too. kids were yeah. singing and the kids you know and that all those kids that came and showed up or this mm-hmm. one student you know oh yeah this student. one student that we couldn't stand and now he's leading and yeah. serving and yeah yeah so those are all it's important for everybody to hear that no, that's okay it's just an example but yeah. like but it is like there are a couple ministries that sort of um, you know, maybe stand on their own a little bit. Like missions kind of stands on its own a little bit and students right. kind of stands on its own a little bit because it's not happening on Sunday morning, right? Right. And so people do need to hear wins from those per- kinds of programs. Yep. So those are three. Um, there might be more. We, mm-hmm. I just happened to come up with three for each category. I, that was... I don't oh, know. perfect. That was cool. So next one is... Talk, let's get to the next one before we break, okay. I guess. Yep. Uh, productivity. Uh, I think and this is taken from Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. So okay, um, that's was, an old book, still totally applicable. Uh, huh? Totally applicable, yeah. I think. And I think it's put first things first is the way they put it. I was trying mm-hmm. to think about how you know our other conversations. Hey, I'm more productive in the morning. Yeah. So with like real heady work, right? Right, deeper yeah. work, mm-hmm. kind of th- thoughtful work that takes time and energy. So mm-hmm. put that first. Don't even, don't even check your email. <gasps> <laughs> I don't check my email till after lunch. Really? Okay, yeah. good. That's and it's good. a problem. I mean, some people are like, did you get my email? Yeah. Nope, I haven't checked yet today. I'm sorry. Okay. That's a good habit and discipline. I mean, I think that's when to... I started last year. I okay. sent an email last year in January. I sent an email to everybody that I work closely with and said, I'm going to be writing every morning from 8 to 11. So if you have that's questions so or, um, you know, want to meet, um, can we please do it after 11? I also mm. won't be checking my email till then either. Oh, I'm so jealous of you, Kelly. I have to get. I think some your... people were offended by it. Uh, yeah. And I think Which well, they shouldn't be tough. I know. Uh, <laughs> I think too, you did exactly the right thing on that. And this is a little bit off, but you told people. I did. And that's what they tell people about, you know, with habits or like, if you're trying to structure your life, Hey, this is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And then enlist their support. Can I have your, I need yeah. your help. I mean, like, I was really nice about it. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I need your help because mm-hmm. this is something important. Yeah. Tell I me how I can doing. help you with your new habit or goal. Yeah. You know, I said that too. So that, that's oh, so good. I'm, <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm struggling. I'm still struggling to find out how to make mornings. Cause I, I what I'm learning is I'm going to be more productive in the morning now. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. put those first things first, put those big rocks in. And I think that, you know, it can be in the morning. It can be for me, if I'm doing the message, Later in the week, it's me Monday. I'm hitting it as soon as I get a chance. Now, Mondays can be recovery, but right. I want to put it in earlier in the week. Right, right, as right. soon as I can start putting it in, the better my mind is, you yeah. know, the better my head is mm-hmm. on it. So, yeah, just put first things first. Put the most important things in your day. Yep. And again, you kind of know the energy. I guess some other things for some people, like you said, Father Michael, later in the afternoon is when. So mm-hmm. then, okay, put first things first. Put that in your schedule and don't negotiate. Don't right. allow anything else to get in that That's way. That's right. Um, you know, I think another for productivity is just practice. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, practice. We're talking about practice. <laughs> um, but I think in the church, this is not enough of a habit. If you want to be good at anything, yeah. you got to practice at it. You mm-hmm. know, you look at the NFL, you look at professional sports, professional musicians, whatever people who are incredibly good at something, they practice at it and they get better at it. So if you're going to speak, if you're a musician, if you're, um, I think even getting better at leading a meeting, leading a meeting. That's what I was going to say too. Yeah. Even if you're just leading a meeting of volunteers, you need to practice what you want to say to them. If you're encouraging people, you got to practice that. It can't be off the cuff unless you're really good at off the cuff. And most people are not. No. You got to practice. I think that you probably even exaggerate how good you are. So (laughs) (laughs) you just think you're good. Yeah. Um, So, so practice. And then. I don't know. Should we take a break here? Maybe we get to the third one after this. I'm looking at the time. So like Okay, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back to the third habit under productivity. Right. When we come back. Want to learn more about the church that started the rebuilt movement? You can find even more content by following Father Michael on Twitter at Nativity Pastor and check out the pastor's blog at nativitypastor.tv. There, you will gain exclusive access to insider information about everything happening behind the scenes at Church of the Nativity and get helpful tips about parish life. Again, follow Father Michael on Twitter at Nativity Pastor and subscribe to his blog at nativitypastor.tv. Welcome back to the Rebuilt Podcast. Tom and I today are talking about some habits that we've found to be helpful in our parish and on our staff. So we talked about having a healthy staff and volunteers. We need some healthy habits around that. So we have a weekly leadership team meeting. We have a cascade of that meeting for the rest of the staff. And we also share wins on a weekly basis. The second category of good habits that we have here is in productivity. And we said that you should put first things first. Make yeah, your... I think we're growing in that one. At least some of us are. I'm trying to grow. You, yeah. you have it. I'm working on it. I, I've slipped since I've changed roles and gotten some new responsibilities, right. so I need to get back into it. Um, and I have been starting, too, so I, I'm working on it. But that's the thing that we've said in the past. You're going to fail, and then you just start just fresh the next yeah. day. God's mercies are new. That's right. We talked about practicing right before the break. And um, the last sort of good habit under productivity is to evaluate. This is a great one. We're good at this, I think. You think so? Well, I mean, I, I do think we're very good at it. I think that it's cultural. Like we have created a culture on our staff where we evaluate events. We evaluate the weekend. We evaluate the way things look. We evaluate the message. It can feel negative, I think, to some people. And so it's always important when we get somebody new on staff to tell them like, hey, by the way, we ruthlessly evaluate everything okay. we do because we just want to get better. We just want to get have better. You found that with new staff people that, that you have to tell them that? Is that? Um, I, I do. I mean, I okay. have said that just because it feels like to somebody new, like, they're doing a great job. You know, for instance, we have a couple people who started um, in ministry less than a year ago. Like they haven't even been here a year. I, know, I sometimes forget that. Right. Yeah. We forget because they're doing such a great job. They are. And so, and so to go in and say, Hey, but here are all the things that you're not doing well. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so you well, have to preface it. Yeah. You have to preface it um, with we, this is what we do. We ruthlessly evaluate. And that, you know, we said this before when we were talking about habits, it can really be, um, part of your personality too whether you i'm yeah. a black hatter i evaluate things <laughs> i criticize i i want people to tell me because i want to be better yeah but not everybody's like that yeah so. some people it's easier and i think you want to evaluate again failures and successes yeah you know failures 
obviously a lot of times we, we might do autopsies because mm-hmm. we're like, all right, what happened? What went wrong? We don't want to oh, repeat that pain again. That's a good one. Tom doesn't what he calls a no blame autopsy. That's really good. It was really, really good. And that was uh, a couple of times we had a failure that was just like personal for people, right? Like it felt really bad. We um, didn't handle personnel issue well right, some volunteer staff yeah yeah and yeah. so we had a no blame autopsy and and i was one of the people that was to blame but i didn't get blamed <laughs> for anything i just learned how to do it better next time that's a good point though that's right when you when you, when there is a failure it's the no blame autopsy it's yeah like, it's we, really good you know i think you know kind of do a sports thing we win as a team we lose a team so all right we're not blaming anyone we're just going to figure out how we can do better for next time so yeah. and then so also though you want to evaluate your successes because if you don't know why something succeeded one, you won't be able to repeat it. And two, if it breaks, you won't know how to fix it. So if something's going well, either a program or a whole ministry or a whole mm-hmm. thing, why is it going well? I mean, I, and that's why I feel like a little bit like, uh, you know, something that a couple of things are going really well right now, I would say, are like student ministry and small groups. And mm-hmm. I always get nervous when we just say, and those going back to that you last talk, they're green. They're green. I'm <laughs> like, all right, why are they green? You know, I don't, because there is a human nature to bypass. All right, let's move on. But like, all right, let's, it's been green for four weeks. Why is that working then? What's yeah. going on well? Or is there something we're not seeing? But Get that leader in there. And get that leader. Why do you think it's working? Yeah, because there are. I think there are reasons. I think there are very specific reasons why yeah. things are working well. And it would be helpful to know what they are. Yeah, so know what. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there's definitely reasons. It's, things just don't seem to don't work. No. It happens to It takes someone who's knowing what they're doing. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you want to just be evaluating all the time. Yeah. Um, or you might, again, you want to make that a habit. You can't do it all the time, but... That's, yeah, so that's, that, that's it's a weekly habit for a lot of programs. Yeah, so we, we students get together every Monday morning and say, "What we do well? What what yeah. didn't go well this weekend?" Yep. And yeah, and so we're doing that with the message. We're doing that the weekend experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Again, after every, yeah, every Monday, every Monday. So, mm-hmm. uh, so next level, next group is on communication. Mm. <laughs> it's a tough one. Cast and drip vision. So you and I have had some conversations about this. Yeah, yeah. So we have a a Sunday morning meeting um, with right before the masses start before um, like all of our ministers are gathered in what we call the ministry suite. They're gra- grabbing coffee and getting ready to head out for their shift of greeting or hosting um, parking ministers. And we kind of give them the download, the daily download what's happening today. Hey, we're going to be handing out this card or, Hey, it's raining. Let's, um, you know, let's, let's get umbrellas or it, it's like logistical type stuff. Yeah, organizational that has to happen. Yeah. And so, and, and, and those are things that, you know, are the top of mind for those of us who are in it, but we need to make sure we're always casting and dripping the vision of why we're doing this. Yeah. So dripping, I just, it means pouring into people, like think of the analogy of pouring into people's cups or dripping a little bit, you know, you're not like, a little bit at a time. you're not doing yeah. a 20 minute talk on it. Right. You're doing two or three sentences on a, that. Or a story. Yeah. Or a yeah. quick story right. or things like that. So. Mm-hmm. That's what we mean by dripping vision, because there's a, a saying out there, drip, vision leaks. In other words, we forget why we're doing what we're doing. We forget where we're supposed to be going, because we get up in the, we get caught up in the day to day, and right. so just all the time. And that's when you get, you know, volunteers that might start complaining or just be unhappy if they forget why. Right. So yeah, constantly with, I think to staff and to volunteers, I'm saying, here's why we're doing what we're doing. We want, we're doing this to reach Timonium Tim. We're trying to, we're doing this because Jesus cares about the lost. We're doing this because. Jesus formed this church to go and change and transform the world, not to be a holy huddle. You know, little things like that that are like, again, this is why we do what we do. And trying to just constantly connect that more creatively, things we read. You know, I was reading, you know, 
Right. We talk about I'm reading habits and about how mm-hmm. our identity and hey, we want to give people the right identity when they come to church this weekend that they're the beloved. You know, right. Whatever. You're just on the lookout constantly for how we say why why we're doing what we're doing mm-hmm. and and communicate that to everybody yes. all the time as much so as so we forget sometimes and we need to yep. always be doing that. Uh, number one, I think, is capture and tell stories. We struggle with this. We're still struggling with how to capture it's hard testimonies to capture, and things yeah, like that. It's really hard. I mean, I think we do okay. We share stories. We have some things. But I think if you're communicating, again, stories stick. Yeah. And so if, you know, I People think remember, yeah. we're evaluating homilies. If there was no story in it, it's just never quite the same. Or if, again, you're trying to, you're sending out an email and you might be sending an email up, and this kind of is connected to cast and drip vision. They're, they're closely connected. Don't just send out an email. Here's what your statement is, and this is what you gave last year. Cast the vision or tell a story that supports right. the vision. Yes. Right? Hey, I just want to let you know about so-and-so and how. Yeah, and how know, their life was changed. Life change stories are what we really love to tell because people want they, people just, want to be better. They right. want to have a better life. Yeah, and stories stick. That's why people go to the movies. It's mm-hmm. why we, we pay movie, pay ridiculous amounts to go to the movies <laughs> or watch so much. We consume it so much. Um and then I think just communication, are we planning it on this is more of a yearly basis, but I think we plan like our staff communication. meeting. Yeah. Yeah. And when we plan our message series and things like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think um, that rhythm to the year of knowing when you're going to communicate things is so important. Um, yeah. I think a lot of parishes need to get on that rhythm of, because there is just a rhythm to our year. There's yeah. essentially three semesters. There's fall, mm-hmm. spring, you know, which is the longest one and then summer. And yeah. that's the three kind of areas at times a year, you know, spring. Fall is definitely ramping up. There's so much that happens in that time and mm-hmm. into Christmas. You know, spring's more like a marathon, you know, in that we have, you got, but you have a, a time there from Jan, you know, January through May. Kind of have the doldrums May. of winter. And yeah. Then, yep, but and people are only else to do, so they come to church. So yeah. it's, our, it's our prime time. That's right. And then in, you know, late May through August, it's summer and mm-hmm. some of that's recharging and some of that's ramping back up, but we want to communicate. We want to plan our communication appropriately from that. Yeah. Okay. So we have healthy staff and volunteers, productivity, communication, and finally, some interpersonal habits. So what are some of the habits around interpersonal habits that we've tried to um, encourage here? Yeah, I mean, I think, and there's, again, there's probably a bunch more of all these I think we could think of. So it'd be interesting to see your list after this. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, smile and greet people on Sundays. But I'll start writing the book. Okay, you start writing the book. Good. <laughs> we'll write it. Uh, you know, smile and greet people on Sundays, though. Like we tell people you should be a greeter and you should be doing, you know, we want other people to do it. But we, I think, as staff need to be leading that out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I just yeah, have Sometimes note. staff thinks they're exempt from stuff like that, right? Oh, okay. And we count on ministers oh, to do it. Oh, do they? Oh, so. oh, okay. All right. I think so. Glad to do this podcast. I learned. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think for me, my and I think as staff, I will say I was like my own personal growth from that so many years ago when we still had a bulletin mm. um father michael started putting my name underneath his name and i was a young kid i didn't really know what that meant and a couple i had a group that i was meeting with on a, a regular basis a monthly basis we had a habit of <laughs> meeting i've fallen out of that habit but who would just get together and kind of challenge me to for personal growth mm-hmm. and they're like father michael's putting your name that means you're number two you need to embrace that mm. and one of the ways you need to embrace that is like you stand against the wall 
you're there on Sundays, but you're standing against the wall. You're not really greeting people. You need to put yourself out there. And wow. they pushed me to to greet, to smile, to shake hands, to just like wow. get in front of people. That was a long time ago, too. Yeah. Who were these guys? That's <laughs> so, cool vision. Actually, that they one had. of them was like, you know, Steve Sipe, who just helped yeah. with uh, Andrew wow. Mercer. So, yeah. some guys you know. That's awesome. Mitch Brooke, those are some of the guys that just Aww. challenged me. I love Chris those Buchko. guys. Yeah, to just get, to wow. get out there. So, um, good stuff. Yeah. So, that, that, but again, putting ourselves out, you know, interpersonal habits are just smiling, shake hands, and looking at people in the eye and those mm-hmm. kind of things. Um, thank you notes and emails. I'm actually terrible at this. I Me too. I hate writing thank you Father notes. Michael's really good at this. Yeah. Um, you know, Daniel's Jeff, really good at it too. Is Daniel good at he, it? Yeah. He writes a thank you note like immediately when he needs to thank someone. Okay. Like, I'm like know, weeks later like, oh, yeah. I gotta I, write a thank you note. I think for me, this goes back to a little bit of habits. I just have to make it smaller. I have to make hmm. it... I have to make it, I'll text you or I'll email you. Because I don't mind doing that. It's, it's yeah. It makes it more obvious for me. And just, I've learned, like, don't make it as formal. Yeah. If, and the and thank you is more And at least you're doing important. it. Yeah. Right? And I do crave it because I want them to know. I do crave yeah, them yeah, knowing yeah. I'm, I'm grateful because yeah. I feel it. And I want them to know it. And that's kind of taken over the writing a note. I know Jeff Henderson, who will be at our conference. Awesome. In April, he writes, like, three thank you notes. So Every week? Uh, like, every day, I think. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so wow. he's got a great habit of that. Um, and then last one, just encouraging. I think it's connected to the thank you notes, but mm-hmm. looking for, you know, catch people doing good. Yeah. Right. That's what they say. They say, you know, instead yep. of catching people doing wrong, catch people doing good and look yeah. for ways to compliment them mm-hmm. because what gets rewarded gets repeated and a compliment is a reward. People will keep doing it. So, and also that, I think that helps us know what we want to keep having out there. So those are 12 habits i think we have some are better Great. we're better at than others um some you're better at than i am and some some i don't exercise so <laughs> some you're better at than i am all right listen let's take a break and we'll come right back to wrap up looking for practical ways to grow your church looking to come together with like-minded church leaders who want to build healthy growing parishes Look no further, as the Rebuilt Conference is the place for you. On April 26th through the 28th, 2020, come to the Rebuilt Conference, where you'll be given inspiration to ignite your rebuilding efforts. Come here from engaging keynote speakers, to be challenged to do more in your parish, and experience the renewal of the Rebuilt Movement. For more information about the 2020 Rebuilt Conference, visit RebuiltParish.com. Welcome back, everyone. Tom and I are here on the Rebuilt Podcast, and we're wrapping up our conversation today about great healthy habits for your staff and for your parish. So, Tom, we talked about, what was it, four different areas that will become a new book in the future. (laughs) (laughs) And so we just want to encourage you today to pick up one or two of these habits for your staff. I think one, Kelly. Come one, on. Just one. Come on, Right, Kelly. you're right. I know all this talk about habits, and I don't know that it should only be one. Let's be laser focused. So. All right, just pick one for this quarter. This quarter. Okay. Then you build on it. All so. right. Which ones are, which ones? I don't know. You said. In I the, think weekly leadership team meeting is probably. Yeah, if you don't have that. If you're that, not doing probably, that. Yeah, that's the most, I would say that's probably the most important if you don't have that. Um, you know, I, I think. You said practice. You think that's? I really think practicing and and what we both we both came to at the same time was practicing leading a meeting. And I think um, if you do have meetings, if you do have different staff members that are meeting with um, ministers and things like that, like that, there should be some practice there, or at least like some 
some studying. Like, how do you lead a meeting well? What's the, there should always be an agenda. Do not have a meeting. If there's no purpose to the meeting, don't have the meeting. Okay. You think that's a big problem in churches? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. There I don't know. Go. Okay. Some maybe. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, again, there's there's a, a bunch there. So, we again, there are on these four different areas of a healthy staff, a productivity, communication, and an interpersonal. And I think maybe you've picked two. What's the category you feel like our parish really needs to grow yeah. in this one? And mm-hmm. you find the habit of those that support, or you, there might be another different habit too. Those are some of the ones we do. Um, whatever habit you think is going to help support that area for your, for your parish. Well, great. We'll, we'll grow. So yeah, but pick one, just, just one, one. Kelly. Okay. Just okay. one. Cause you pick two, <laughs> they won't have it, you know, but there's two people. If you're listening to your team, maybe everyone could be a champion of one. Oh, that's a great idea. And then you could get a couple. There you go. Going in your parish. One habit per champion. All per right. Champion. There you go. Let's do it. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today, and we will talk to you next time. You want to pray for us, Tom? All right. Thanks, Kelly. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, Father, we thank you for the opportunity to lead parishes, and we thank you for habits that can help uh, make leading parishes easier. God, we know it's never easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. Uh, But God, we know that you want to give us the habits to help us be more productive, uh, to be more effective in reaching the world with the most important message there is, the message of your love, the message that you gave your beloved son for us. And so, God, we pray, make us more effective. Help us to pick habits that will help our churches grow so we can reach more people for your glory. We pray this through Christ our Lord. 